I went to the grocery store with them um, to get them food for the trip home and to uh, stop at the gas station and get them gas. And the um, this, as, as the mom and I were talking about what this new life in Christ means, and she's so excited. She can't wait to tell her children. And, and the sister is listening and said, I want this too. I am yours, I am yours, I am yours, send me, Lord. I am yours, I am yours, I am yours. Welcome to the Gospel Centered Pro Life Podcast, a podcast designed to equip, encourage, and challenge you in pro life ministry and always with a focus on the gospel. Stay tuned. I felt your passion, touched your heart. Welcome back to the Gospel-Centered Pro-Life Podcast. Appreciate you guys listening to this episode. Appreciate you guys listening to this podcast in general. And we'd appreciate if you guys would share this podcast episode. I'm joined, I'm Daniel Parks. I'm joined by Vicki Kassiorg. Hey, hey Vicki, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Good. And just to give you guys a heads up, we are recording remotely and uh, we do that from time to time just for various reasons, schedule issues and things like that. But we're blessed to be able to bring these episodes to you either way. So um, if there's a few glitches or whatever in the audio that you aren't normally hearing, it's because of that. But we trust that it'll sound great for you guys. And um, we are now in 2023. We're actually recording this episode in 2022, the very end of the year. But this is going to go out in 2023. Mm-hmm. So, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah. Hope it's a good one. Sure yeah. it will be. I'm God sure is, it will be. God is on his throne. Yeah. Yeah. He is on his throne. He was on his throne in 2022. Yep. And he's on his throne in 2023 and going to continue to do amazing things. And we, yeah. we know that you guys that are listening are really uh, a vital part of what the Lord is doing. As many of you listen from Love Life Cities across the nation. So what we're going to do in this episode actually is do a little look back to 2022. Hopefully this will be encouraging to you guys just to show what the Lord has done in 2022 and just give us fuel for the fire for 2023 and what the Lord wants to do for 2023. So we're just going to share some of what the Lord did, maybe a few stories, things like that, some of the numbers. Um, and so, yeah, let's jump right into it, Vicki. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was a pretty amazing year. Um, in terms of just looking out over the history of uh, Love Life started in 2016. Yeah. And what is this? Six years later then, we're starting the seventh year. So in those six years to see um, just the growth of, yeah. of the mission and um, churches that are involved, volunteers. And so we've, we've, got, we've compiled those numbers. Maybe you can yeah. go through them, Daniel. You're yeah. intimately aware of all of this because that's part of your job, right, is, is right. kind of encouraging people in every one of these areas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just before I share these numbers, mm-hmm. uh, we did a whole podcast episode about numbers, right? Yeah. Sh- sharing yeah. numbers. Should we keep track of numbers? And our conclusion is that, yes, we should, actually. Mm-hmm. Not to put a notch on our belt and to show how great we are, but to glory in what the Lord has done and to share with others what the Lord does when His church shows up. Yeah. So these numbers are not us bragging about, you know, we're better than some other ministry or something like that. These are us bragging on what the Lord has done. We we realize um, 
all of these numbers are as a result of the Lord doing his work. Right? Yeah, this I, is God's I remember work. in that podcast, and I thought it was um, a really good point that you made. I mean, there's a whole book that God calls numbers. Right, yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. So he, he clearly does care about yeah. numbers. He cares about every one of us, and every every hair on our head is numbered. So yes. there, there must be a reason for, yeah, uh, yeah. for that. Amen. Yeah. So let's glory in what the Lord has done. I'm just going to go through some of these numbers. Um, yeah. We had 37,662 prayer walkers. Wow. That's over 30,000 people, almost 40,000 that have done a prayer walk at an abortion center um, yeah. across this nation, which is which is significant. Yeah, Getting 40,000 Christians to go out to an abortion clinic is is amazing. It's a miraculous thing, actually. Yeah. I never would have imagined whenever, before Love Life was started, whenever I was directing Cities for Life and in a city of churches in Charlotte, North Carolina, and seeing very little traction with the church. I mean, praise God for the churches that we did have. But to imagine that we would see a movement across the nation of, in just in one year, almost 40,000 people going to an abortion center in their city and doing a prayer walk is just astounding to me, right? It's just a, a, a it's evidence of God's work through this ministry. So it's Right, and for, for, for the vast number of them, it was their first time. Stepping yeah. on the sidewalk in front of an abortion center. They had no idea. People yeah. had no idea what was going on in their own backyard. Yeah. 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 And so as a result of that, I believe this is a result of that, people coming out to the prayer walk. We had, on average, 160 volunteers that volunteered every week. That's amazing. These are people that volunteered to help out with prayer walks. Many of these volunteers actually were sidewalk people that were there mm-hmm. on the sidewalks day in and day out. Of course, mentors and other volunteers in other capacities. But it's just amazing to see God raising up an army of volunteers, 160 on average volunteers every week serving at these abortion centers. is pretty amazing. Right. Yeah. Um, So this is just, again, this is just in 2022, 207 salvations. So 207 people um, that made a profession of faith. They wow. confessed Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. They had an encounter with the sidewalk counselor or maybe their mentor shared the gospel with them. They surrendered, surrendered their lives to Jesus. So 207 people that professed Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. That's pretty amazing. That's it's such pretty, an important um, statistic, too, because I, I know with my own experience, if someone has made a profession of faith and then followed through with discipleship and a mentor, yeah. Yeah. Um, they overwhelmingly remain true to that choice for life. And yeah. if they don't, they're much more likely, in my experience, to go back and kill the baby anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, an amazing statistic just yeah. to see God doing that. Um, and so he, here's an amazing statistic. 828 babies that have been saved. Wow. 828 across the nation from the East Coast to the West Coast and in between 828 human beings that were scheduled to die were rescued and were saved because someone was there offering help and hope in the name of Jesus. Right. And those are just the ones we know about, of course. Yeah, we know that, of course. that that number is probably a whole lot higher, but these are the ones that either we're fairly certain of or we had a, you know, confirmed a yeah. confirmation that, that a child was saved. That is just, you know, when it really hits home for me is when a mom 
sends photos over the years, yeah. which fortunately I, I see a lot of that. And someone just sent a photo of her child um, entering school. It, it was preschool. The child turned five after the cutoff date. So he started preschool. She's been sending me photos for years, but um, at, at every major event, but she just sent it and he just looks so cute yeah. um, as he's, and he cried. Um, his first day oh, of school wow. <laughs> because he missed his mom and, and she said she cried because she missed him. And I just was looking at that picture and I cried because because right. I was thinking this precious little boy, there is zero doubt he would not have been here. Yeah. If if yeah. the sidewalk counselors weren't there that day. So yeah, that's it. That's an amazing number and every one of those eight hundred twenty eight lives are precious, unique. And yeah. with a, a specific plan and purpose by God that can now be, you know, lived out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Each one of those numbers yeah. represents an individual right, made in the image of God that was scheduled to die. Yep. Yeah, because someone was there, that mom chose life. So it's yep. amazing. It represents a mom that would have otherwise experienced the uh, the horror of abortion. Right. And ultimately the judgment of God if they didn't repent. Mm-hmm. Um, abortion ravages families. It ravages women. It destroys the lives of of men and women both. It's like a cancer in society. It just destroys everything that it touches. Right, right. And so it's pretty amazing. Uh, we had a conversation about this before we started. We put the numbers out there normally nationally to say we would say 128 families saved. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that represents a life that was saved, but also a family that was spared from the the horror of abortion, the destruction yeah, exactly. that abortion brings. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty amazing just to be a yeah. part of that. And I want to encourage you guys that are listening, maybe you're in a city, maybe you're not in Love Life City, maybe you're just doing ministry under your local church or another ministry, that's great. I want to encourage you guys in that. But if you're in a Love Life City, and maybe you're not seeing, and I would say too, again, if you're not in a Love Life City, you're a part of this too. This is the body of Christ. This is not just about Love Life. And so right. these numbers, 828 babies that have been saved, families that have been spared from the destruction of abortion, we're all a part of that, right? It's not just, you know, we're doing it in Charlotte and they're doing it in California or they're doing it in New York and it's kind of separated and segmented. No, this is the body of Christ doing the work of the ministry together. And so you could be discouraged because you're not seeing the fruit. I'm going to tell you, I understand, we understand that discouragement. We understand it's hard to be there day in and day out and not see babies that have been saved. That's all we always share. Like you did, Vicki, when we talk about these numbers mm-hmm. is these are 828 that we know of. Right. I guarantee you guys, you standing there, you being faithful day in and day out, you may not be seeing fruit and understand how hard that is, but God is using you. Babies are being saved that you won't find out about until you stand before the Lord. Yeah. And so I want to encourage you guys with that. And again, encourage you to glory in what the Lord has done through his body. And you're a part of that body, whether you're ministering at an abortion center that has a lot of interactions or one that's really hard to interact with people at. You're doing what God has called you to do to be a voice for those babies that are scheduled to die at that place. So I just want to encourage you guys, not let these numbers discourage you, but encourage right. you to keep keep doing what God has called you to do. Amen. And then a final number uh, that I wanted to share is we've seen eight abortion workers that have quit yeah. this year. Yeah. That's pretty significant, right? We've always said no abortion workers, no abortions. And so to see eight abortion workers, and you know, some of these I think were in California, some of these were in um, Charlotte, mm-hmm. and maybe in Raleigh. 
I don't remember okay. where all of the numbers came right. from, but yeah. just all across um, all across the board. I think there's even one in New York City. Yes, an abortion recently. Yeah. Yeah, and again, these are just the ones we know about. We know that there there is a a high turnover rate at at abortion centers, but these are the ones that have specifically told us they've yeah. they've gone to either Abby Johnson's uh, ministry or or to us and said that they've had it and and they're yeah. leaving and and we help them. Um, we help them as much as we can, or we, you know, connect them with Abby Johnson's ministry to help them. Yeah. Many of them are, are felons. They have a history of a felony, and it's very hard for them to find other work. Right. So we are, you know, we actively help them with all of that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's amazing to see what the Lord has done. And I'll, I'll just yeah. share, too. So that was just for 2022. Right. I want to share just overall what Love Life has seen since 2016. And I don't labor long on this, but I think it's important for you guys that are maybe l- new to Love Life and just been serving for a couple of months or for a year or so and don't know the history and what the Lord has done. I think it's important for you to hear these numbers. Yeah. So since Love Life started in 2016, we saw a 100 and 40,176 prayer walkers all across the nation do a prayer walk. Pretty amazing. So over 140,000 people, over 140,000 Christians mobilized at the darkest places in their city. That's significant. And again, you guys are a part of that. Uh, 4,486 babies that have been saved from abortion since we started in 2016. So almost 4,500 lives that have been spared. My guess would be once we get to, because we are in 2022 right now, we've got about a week and a half left in 2022. My guess is we'll be close to 4,500 babies that have been saved by the end of the year. If we add up all the numbers. Oh, almost certainly, because the these, these yep. numbers were, I think, as of 12, 15, 22. Yep. And, and in the past week, we've, we've seen seven babies yep. saved already just here in Charlotte. So I'm yep. sure those numbers are increasing. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. And then uh, 160 House of Refuge churches that have been raised up. And uh, not to really get into all the details of that, but these are churches that have said, we will stand for life in our city. Maybe we'll do a whole episode at some point about House of Refuge churches. And I think that would be helpful for people to understand understand what that is. Yeah. But it's on our website. You can find it pretty easily, lovelife.org slash House of Refuge. I think you can find it pretty easy. Um, That's pretty amazing what the Lord is doing. Raising up those vital, um, really foundational churches in the community that stand for life. It's really um, critical for, as a sidewalk counselor, also because we're we're offering these women resources to help yeah. them in in their vulnerable situation. Yeah. And if we didn't have a church willing to walk alongside and help these women, I mean, where would we find the help? There is some government help that, but um, in terms of really changing a life, discipling, changing a you know um, a heart to grow in their walk with Jesus, it, the church is just so vital. And these are churches yeah. that have committed to do that, specifically yeah. with yeah. these abortion-minded women. Yeah. Another point to make here with House of Refuge churches, and again, maybe we'll do a whole episode yeah, so it's helpful for you guys to understand this, but there are House of Refuge churches that have been raised up in cities um, where there's not abortion clinics, where right. c- in cities where, like in states like Alabama and Tennessee, where there's not abortions taking place. And those women from Alabama and Tennessee actually come to Charlotte for abortions. And so if there are House of Refuge churches in those areas, they come for abortions, we encounter them. We have a whole list of churches we can get on the phone. We have a representative in that church that we can connect that mom to. So she chooses life in Charlotte, though she came from Tennessee. We can connect them back there. 
So ultimately, as God builds a network of churches, our goal for 2023 is actually a thousand more House of Refuge churches. And that's going to be amazing to see that network of churches that are connected together, that we can connect these moms. Because people come to Charlotte and people come to different cities. Certain cities are abortion destinations. New York is one of those. Um, they come to Charlotte. They come to New York. They come you know, other cities from outlying cities or even cities pretty far away. Mm-hmm. And it's good to have somewhere to connect them back to. So I think that's that's important. Um and, this, and another statistic, this is a national statistic since 2016, is we've seen 45 abortion workers that have quit. So eight just in 2022, yeah. but total we've seen 45. And so that's pretty significant. Like statistically, that's if we see that every year, we're going to see um, just that that ministry to those abortion workers grow as well. Yes. And then we've seen 341 salvations as a ministry since we started in 2016. So just yeah. glorying in what the Lord has done, it's pretty amazing to be a part of this and see God's hand in this work. Yeah. Um, another thing I wanted to share with you guys, and I think this is encouraging, just seeing this number, um, because Love Life started again in Charlotte in 2016, really just covering one abortion center. And now... Love Life's ministry has grown. You guys know a little bit of the history. If you don't, just share real quick. I was the director of a ministry called Cities for Life that started in 2010, took over as director in 2015, and then Love Life actually came along in 2016, and we worked side-by-side as ministries. Our focus was the sidewalk ministry. Their focus was engaging churches and getting churches to do a prayer walk. And uh, we ended up merging the two ministries in together in 2020. But I was really just from the very beginning, uh, the very, very beginning, I was a little skeptical that the Lord was going to do what Love Life, what Justin said he felt the Lord put in his heart, which is get it, raise up at least 40 churches in Charlotte. I'm like, yeah, we've been trying for years. God did it. Forty, I think they had 80 churches or so the first mm-hmm. year. And then I saw this thing grow and grow and grow and grow and grow. And, you know, honestly, we had a hard time getting all the abortion centers covered in Charlotte, even under Cities for Life. But as things began to take root and churches began to get stirred up, we began to see more people and more people want to get involved in sidewalk outreach. That was kind of like the natural outflow of them coming to the clinic. Their hearts are broken and they want to go beyond the prayer walk. And so ultimately, all of our abortion centers are covered in Charlotte. Praise God, one has shut down since then, uh, like a year and a half ago, I think that abortion center shut down. So all three abortion centers are covered. In Charlotte, it's always a challenge and a struggle because you lose volunteers and people have things they have to do. But generally speaking, like every day they're open, mm-hmm. we have coverage there in, in many of the hours that they're open. And so Love Life started that one abortion center in 2016. And now to date, Love Life uh, cities across the nation, volunteers are covering 48 abortion centers. That's amazing. Across the United States. Yeah. Yeah. It's and it's the, amazing. In, in six years, going from one to forty-eight is pretty, yeah. pretty yeah. awesome. It yeah. shows the Lord's hand, I believe, in this ministry, what yeah. God is doing, and the strategy, which is pretty simple: just getting churches to adopt a week to focus on the issue of abortion, giving space for the Holy Spirit to break the hearts of the congregation, break the hearts of the pastors, to know that this is not because that's the the biggest issue, right? The biggest barrier is people think this is a political issue. So to help people to understand this is not a political issue, to bring them out and see this is actually a human gospel issue, right? This is a 
love your neighbor as you love yourself issue. And really just being out there, seeing the women walk in and out, it just takes away all of those false notions, all of the lies that the devil has put around this ministry that, you know, we're out there harassing women. We're out there and people don't want to hear from us. And, you know, there's only negative, negative, negative. When actually, yeah, there's some negative that happens out there, right? There's some things, there's some anger from the people that are going in and pro-abortion people. But at the end of the day, the people that reach out at those abortion clinics, and the reason we reach out is because we love God and we love our neighbor. And people see that when they come out. So it's pretty amazing to see from one abortion center in 2016, now covering 48 abortion centers. It's uh, it's amazing. And I believe that God's going to grow it even more. Yeah. In 2023. So I'm encouraged yeah. by that. Yeah. So maybe as we, and this be maybe a little shorter episode than we're normally used to, which is fine. Hope it's encouraging for you guys. But as we wrap up, Vicki, why don't you share maybe a story or two from 2022 that encouraged you and that really stuck out in your mind? Yeah, there's so many. It, it's so many. So, um, uh, you know, I, they might not be uh, the best stories, but they're the ones that have ha- mostly happened recently. So I, ju- yeah. I just remember them the most. But there was one um, where a mom and her sister had traveled 10 hours to come for an abortion. And they arrived out of money, out of food. They hadn't slept. They had no money to go get a hotel or anything like that. And they were just going to have the abortion, then um, turn around and find, I don't know how they planned to get home. I I think they were hoping to get financial aid from the abortion center, which we know does provide. um, They will help, you know, they will help to pay for an abortion for sure. There's ways to do that. They're not helping with anything else, but they will help for them. They'll help with, and then they could have saved that. I think it's Carolina Abortion Fund pays right. for the abortions, which yeah. is a racket. Yeah, so. I know the opposition will if they if the people say, "Well, I don't have the money," the opposition will like make calls and they'll <laughs> they'll find yeah. a way to get them the money. Right. But anyway, so they had traveled all this way, no money, no food. They're exhausted, and um, they came out to talk with us, and we were able to convince them to go on our mobile ultrasound unit. They chose life, and um, right away. Uh, we contacted Love Life Admin and said, hey, can we get these these moms, um, uh, this family, food and gas to get them yeah. home? And um, and we'll go from there. We signed them up for a mentor, and then, as always, we shared the gospel. And um, uh, I was the one on board at that time, and I was, I was actually sharing with the mom. Um, I don't think her sister was there at the moment. She wasn't. The sister was taking care of the children in the car. So I shared the okay. gospel with with this mom, and um, and the mom uh, made a profession of faith uh, that she wanted to submit her life to Jesus as Lord of her life. She was very clear on um, on her sin and and that she had been in sin, even contemplating the abortion, certainly being tempted by a terrible sin. Yeah. Um, so um, then I took uh, we joined up with her sister, and I went to the grocery store with them. Um, to get them food for the trip home and to uh, stop at the gas station and get them gas. And the, um, this, as, as the mom and I were talking about what this new life in Christ means, and she's so excited. She can't wait to tell her children. And, and the sister is listening and said, I want this too. And so wow. the sister, then we, we, you know, then I shared the gospel with the sister and the, the sister came, to, they both made a profession of faith to the Lord. 
And they they go on their way, and we're making all kinds of calls to set up our network of people who hopefully there was a house of refuge or one considering to be a house of refuge in their hometown 10 hours away, but they didn't quite make it home. The two hours from home they called said, we're, we'll be, we're going to run out of gas in 40, uh, 40 minutes, 40 miles. And through our network, um, it just so happened that uh, one of our sidewalk missionaries lived 40 miles from where they were right about at the moment they were going to run out of gas. And she contacted the House of Refuge who had already stepped up in their hometown. And it it was just a series of miracles, kind of too confusing to explain. But it was, was, again, the miraculous um, church rising up all over the nation to help this single family. And and they're doing well, as as far as I know, and are connected with that House of Refuge. So that was a great story of the church coming together um and and meeting really every need as as we're all up here in Charlotte kind of saying well, what are we going to do they're so far right. away from us and and the the church rose up so it shows the power of the um you know the network the network yeah. of houses yeah. of refuge and committed christians across the nation saying we are going to stand up and help these women when when they make a um a choice for life. Yeah. So that that was one of my favorites. Um yeah. so there I don't know how much time we have. I, there's I think yeah, I mean, we've just uh another minute or so. Um and so yeah, if you have another quick story to share, I'm sure that would be encouraging. Yeah. Um well, there was one yesterday which is actually kind of a a sad story, but I think it shows the importance of us being there. There were two stories from yesterday. One of them was um a car that stopped, a couple that stopped. And um, as we always do, at at some point, we said, do you believe in the Lord? And the woman said, yes. And she, uh, well, what would the Lord have you do? And she turned to the boyfriend and he said, don't look at me. I'm an atheist. And this mom didn't even know that. This is a guy she's having a baby with. Didn't even, they never discussed God or, or belief in God. And this woman claims to love the Lord. So that is definitely, it was challenged. And I know she's thinking about that. Um, And she's thinking about the fact that uh that the guy she's with uh doesn't love God and you know this is part of the mess of sin yeah. um it just grows and grows and grows but that that same afternoon um a, a we did have an afternoon team and um a woman uh listened in her car to our team speaking over the microphone and they never even got out of the car. The couple pulled out of the parking lot, stopped for our counselor, who asked them, did they change their mind? And they said, yeah. We heard him speaking on the mic. We'd been praying the whole way here to show us a sign of what we should do. And now we just, we know abortion is really not what we should do. Yeah. And they wow. don't even need resources. They didn't want anything from us, but they were convinced that yeah, um, because wow. we were there, and that's what I want to, lo- I'd love to end our stories with that, because the church was there and these people were looking for some reason, a sign from God yeah. to yeah, not wow. abort. And and we were there and that was, uh, they told us that that was the sign that that was what convinced them. Wow. Countless stories like that. I've got yeah, millions of that's them. That's amazing. Well, I don't know, millions, yeah. millions in exaggeration. I've got a lot. Yeah, we all yeah. do. The Lord is very gracious to he let is. us be a part of these stories and be able to convey these stories to others. Encourage you, yeah. Um, encourage you guys. So we hope that you guys were encouraged by these stories. Encouraged by 
what the Lord has done in 2022. And again, that this will be fuel for the fire for 2023. Mm. We expect um, just to see God do, continue to do miraculous things through this ministry. Amen. So we do want to encourage you guys and uh, want to encourage you guys to reach out to us. If there's some episodes um, that we could do, some subjects that we could cover that would be a blessing to you guys, maybe questions that you guys have, you can reach out to me, Daniel at lovelife.org. You reach her, Vicky with a Y at lovelife.org. We also want to encourage you guys to take advantage of our podcast website, gospelcenteredprolife.com, where all of our podcast episodes stay. And you can search those episodes for keywords and things, subjects maybe that we've covered in the past. You can find episodes associated with those. And also our sidewalksforlife.com website, sidewalks the number four, life.com. It's our training and equipping website. So take advantage of those things and definitely reach out to us if you guys have questions or suggestions for episodes. Have a blessed new year, a blessed 2023, and uh, God bless you guys. God bless you all. Give me an outlet for love. Give me an outlet for gratitude. I know it will cost me my life. But nothing's too precious since I met you.